0: From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And
1: welcome to Sports Info UM. What's going on, America? This is Daryl Oliver. I'm going solo today. Sam Ford, my man, is out of town. He's in, I don't know, he's somewhere in Mississippi at a basketball camp, working on some football stuff. Hey, let's get right into this NFL. You know, it's a lot of things going on in the NFL. Training camps have started for all the teams. But for our listeners, I want everyone to know who is the coaches for all these NFL teams that we have. You know, for, and hey, let's try this in alphabetical order. The Arizona Cardinals, they have a brand new coach this year. Just hired him, Bruce Arians. And uh, for those of us that don't know who Bruce Arians is, Bruce Arians is the coach that, took over for Coach Pagano in Indianapolis because um, he had some health issues and he had a pretty good record there so well that he got a job with the Arizona Cardinals. And he started with a fresh new slate. There's no no real, real pressure on him. Uh, he's not going to lose his job next year unless he goes 0 for 16 or 0 for 17. Let's hope that doesn't happen. And uh, in Atlanta, the next group up um, in alphabetical order, the Atlanta Falcons, Coach Mike Smith, you know, Coach Smith has been there for four years. He's, he's uh, gotten a record of uh, 56 and 24, um, about a 700 percentage winning average. Um, he's doing his thing there. He has one of the best quarterbacks in the league at Matt Ryan. Um, Roddy White is a is a superstar wide receiver, and he's, he's doing a real good job there. So Coach Mike White. He has no problems of losing his job in the next two or three years. All he has to do is keep winning at a percentage he's winning at now, and he's going to be fine. At that third spot in the Bs, um, Baltimore Ravens coach John Harbaugh. Uh, coach Harbaugh just won the Super Bowl last year, so he's definitely not having any worries at, the co- at, at his job. Um, he's had a fantastic career in Baltimore. Um, he's done, a, done an outstanding job, has had some super players come through there uh Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, neither one of those guys are gonna be there uh this year but um coach Harbaugh has enough to to really continue his winning ways in Baltimore. But the Buffalo Bills Doug Maroney, this is his first year. Coach we're wishing you well but um you you really have not really stepped into a a a great winning organization The Bills haven't won since Jim Kelly, one of my former teammates at the University of Miami. And I was a freshman when Jim Kelly was a senior, and I'm 48 years old now. So they haven't won in a long time. So we're, we're, you know, hey, it's hard to go down for where you're at, coach. So we're looking at you to come on up and and, um, improve the, the winning ways of the Buffalo Bills. But the Carolina Panthers, Ron Rivera, he's been there since 2011. A record of 13 and 19. Coach, you've lost more games than you won. And it's going to be, hey, it's, it's going to be some heat in the kitchen. We already feel a little tingling around your toes because some people are calling for your job already. Some people think you have one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, if not one of the best in the top 10 And in, in um, Cam Newton. And we're expecting some things from Cam Newton. Nobody wants to see Cam Newton. Be on a team that's not going to be in the playoffs we want to see this young man in the playoffs and and the chicago bears ah man one of my favorite people in the whole wide world of sports and coaching is coaching the chicago bears coach mark Tressman, who came from the canadian football league where he won a championship there but he's been in the NFL with the Oakland Raiders, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and a number of other teams as an assistant coach, as a quarterback coach, as an offense coordinator, and I personally am expecting some big things from Coach Tressman in Chicago. You know, uh, there, was a, there was a report came out that um, said that some of the players were not uh, buying into Coach Treisman's ways of doing things, and. I can give them, if I could give them any advice, it would be buy into his ways because his ways is going to be a winning way. I mean, you know, this man coached some of the greatest quarterbacks to, to ever play the game. He was there at the University of Miami when Jim Kelly was a senior. He was uh, with Bernie Kozal when he was at University of Miami, coached Vinnie Testaverde at University of Miami and, and in uh, Tampa Bay. So we're expecting a lot of big things from Coach Tresman. Hey, good luck, Coach. We're pulling for you all the way. Hey, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, we've been trying to get rid of Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals have been trying to get rid of him for a long time. He's been there since 2003. He has one of the longest tenures in the NFL of all NFL coaches. I think only Bill Belichick has been been, uh, with this team longer than Marvin Lewis. And he has a record of 79 wins. 80 losses and one tie. Coach, you're right at that cup for 500. You know, a lot of people pulling against you, and you just keep doing your thing. You find a way to, to win, win, win. When people have counted you out on many occasions, hey, I'm pulling for you, Coach Lewis. And uh, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me one bit to see your team go deep into the playoffs this year. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Hey, Rob Chizinski! Rob Rob came to the University of Miami when I was, um, I was a sophomore when, when Rob got there. Going into my junior year when Rob came to, um, I was a redshirt sophomore, so I was actually a junior in classes. And a sophomore on the field when Rob Chizinski got to the University of Miami as a tight end. And we had some great tight ends at the time. And he was like our third string, fourth tight end at the time. Rob worked his way up to become a starter at the University of Miami and, uh, and had some pretty pretty decent years in the NFL as well. Um, we're so happy at my at the University of Miami that Rob Shaczynski has finally gotten a job. He's been a coordinator at many places in the NFL. He was a, he was a coordinator at the University of Miami at one point. Hey Rob, do your thing man you got a fresh slate in front of you you know not a lot of pressure. But the only pressure you got is the pressure you're putting on yourself, Coach, and I know that's to win. The Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett. Coach Garrett has been there since 2010, and he has a record of 21 wins and 19 losses. Coach, you have your head above water, but everybody in the world of football and in the world of the NFL knows that Jerry Jones wants to win championships, and he wants to win championships Right now! He don't want to win a championship next year! He's looking for it now, coach! So, coach, I'm telling you right now, you better make, you better find a winning season this year, and you better find yourself in the playoffs, and you and Tony Romo have better win at least one, or two, or three games in the playoffs this year, for you to have a job next year. If you win two games, coach, I can see you having a job next year, but coach, if you don't make the playoffs, You might not make next season with the Dallas Cowboys. But the Democrat coach, Coach John Fox. Coach Fox has only been with the team since 2011, and he's had a very impressive record of 21 wins and 11 losses, a winning percentage of almost 700. Coach, you're doing a thing. Um, You know, you you, you have the greatest quarterback, and some would say in the history of the NFL, and Peyton Manning and if you got Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning is on the down slope where we and, and I don't no disrespect to Peyton Manning but Pey, everybody knows that Peyton Manning only has maybe what two three more years at the most if he can squeeze four years out of him if if the NFL can get four years out of Peyton Manning it'll be a miracle and I just can't hardly see that happening but coach with this greatest quarterback in the NFL, in the, in the NFL comes some high expectations for the fans in Denver and the Peyton Manning fans around America. We want to see him win another Super Bowl. If Peyton Manning does not win another Super Bowl under Coach John Fox, hey, he will not be in the same category as his brother, as his younger brother Eli Manning. So, hey, we all pull up for Peyton Manning, and, Coach, we all pull up for you to try to help Peyton Manning get another t- uh, another Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions coach Jim Swartz came in in 2009, has a record of 22 and 42. Coach, with this kind of winning percentage of less than 400, and you've been in the league since 2009, and your toes are doing a little bit more than tingling, coach. I can almost tell you right now, coach, you are on fire, Coach. You are on fire, and what I really mean is that if you don't win this year, Coach, it might be adios, Arriva Derci. We'll see you when we see you. Don't call us; we'll call you, Coach. Get your act together, because hey, you know you got a great quarterback. You got one of the best wide receivers to ever play to ever play the game, um, and Johnson. So, hey, you you, you you gotta you gotta bring more thunder. You know, uh, Stafford has um, played some good football, um, got a brand new contract. Hey, it's time for you to get this thing together, Coach. The Green Bay Packers, on the other hand. Green Bay Packers, Coach Mike McCarthy has the NFL's best quarterback from from the categories of Ron Jaworski. He put he put, um, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers at the top. And I would have to say, hey, some people say he's the best quarterback. Some people say he's not the best quarterback. But Coach McCarthy, you've done your thing. You won a Super Bowl. You won a Super Bowl since you've been in, um, been in Green Bay. Um, you know, you won the NFC Championship twice. Uh, You've you really done some things. So, I uh, Coach, you have no problem with your job. That's for sure. However, um, the NFL is, is waiting on you to go back to the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is considered to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Some people want to see him back in the Super Bowl. Hey, by the Houston Texans, Gary Kubiak. Coach Kubiak's been in the league since 2006, and he has a record of 59 wins and 53 losses. Coach, You've done your thing, but hey, some of us fans from the University of Miami want to see Andre Johnson get a Super Bowl before he leaves the NFL. Coach, let's help Andre get this Super Bowl. Matt Schaub is a great quarterback. He's proved that to us. Now you, now, now you got Ed Reed on the defense, a Hall of Famer, two, two University of Miami Hall of Famers on this team, Andre Johnson at and wide receiver, Ed Reed at uh, at safety. Hey, I think you can do it, Coach. Hey, but Indianapolis coach are pulling up the rear with, uh, not, not pulling up the rear. The Indianapolis coach have coach Chuck Pagano. Coach got the job last year and he was sick most of the entire season. Um, so we're still waiting to see how, how well his health is and, see, and it appears to be doing well. Um, let's wish coach the best and there's another University of Miami product. Uh, coach was a graduate assistant at University of Miami in the 80s. Uh, went on to the Dallas Cowboys as an assistant coach with, uh, Jimmy Johnson. And, uh, coach, we're pulling for you. We want to see you do well. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they have Gus Brady. Gus, you opening the season fresh. 2013, record is 0-0. Let's start this season off 1-0. and 2-0. Let's do something, coach. Some of us want to see you um, do some real positive things in Jacksonville, and a lot of people are saying, Coach, if this team is not productive this year, are you going to go to London, England? Are you going to go to California? Will you? Will we see you in L.A.? Will we see you in Toronto? Will this be an NFL team in Jacksonville next year? Come on, Coach. Let's get this thing right. Let's stay in Jacksonville. It's a lot of fans in the city of Jacksonville and a lot of fans in Northeast Florida can't wait for you to win and bring some winning ways here. And let's take this thing to another level. We'll be talking about Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs when we get back right here on Sports Info UM.
2: flagship station for sports,
0: Voice America Sports.
2: 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Your internet flagship station for sports,
0: Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144 or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: And hey, welcome back to Sports Info you, UM. We left off with, with, we left off with Coach Andy Reed of the Kansas City Chiefs. This is Coach Reeves Reed's first year in Kansas City. And I always thought that he did, I always thought he did a fantastic job in Philadelphia. I think he got a bad rap, um, you know, and, and he had some personal issues as well. You know, uh, Andy Reed, one of his sons, died uh, last year at, in, in Philadelphia while they were in training camp. Uh, he's had some trouble with his, with his kids, uh, but Coach Reed has never really had any trouble. And, you know, I, I hope the fresh start in Kansas City is going to give him uh, a, a, just a, 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 a revitalization of his career because, you know, you never hear anything bad about Coach Reed. You always hear positive things. Players love him, and he's a stand-up guy. And I, I love this guy, for one thing, because he always jumps in front of the bus. And instead of letting his players take the fall, it's, it's always – I didn't, I didn't call the right thing. I didn't prepare my team. You know, and you gotta respect a guy like that that's, that's willing to step out there and say, hey, I'll take the blame for what's going on with my team. It's not my team. It's not my quarterback. It's me. So coach Reed, we pulling for you and we want to see, uh, we want to see the Kansas City Chiefs come back and, and do some things. They haven't been to the playoffs since Marcus Allen was there, man. Come on. Come on, coach. Let's see this happen. The Miami Dolphins, Joe um, Joe Philbin, Coach Coach Philbin is uh, is only in his second year in Miami. Um, the Miami Dolphins really need a winning program in Miami because if nothing else. We need the fan fan support and the city of Miami. I can promise you, if you do not win, you they do not come. I don't care if they bought the tickets. Three years ago or 30 minutes ago, if you do not win, they do not come. So Miami Dolphins have to put a winning product on the field this year. And I'm not talking about seven and nine. You, they, they really got to come up to something like 10 and six, um, 11 and five. They got to they gotta come up because the city of Miami def- desperately needs this team to be successful so fans can come out. And, and partake in these games and participate. But the Minnesota Vikings, Coach Leslie Frazier, got a record of 16-22. and 22. Uh, Coach has been there since 2010. And a lot of people thought he wouldn't hold that job no more than two years. Uh, Coach, you're getting ready to start your third year. Uh, a lot of people are expecting some big things from you. Um, you you've had the best running back in, in the NFL some Probably the best running back that a lot of NFL fans have ever seen in Adrian Peterson. So we, and Adrian Peterson has, has never won a, 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 a Super Bowl. He has barely even sniffed at the playoffs a couple of times. And coach, we really want to see you do well. We want to see Adrian Peterson come up and uh, make it to the playoffs and at least get something really, really. Good out of his career before he leaves, and we all know that Adrian Adrian Peterson. Hey, you know he. They call him Superman, so you know you can't predict his his future. But he is coming off a knee injury two years ago that we really can't count because he had one of the best season of any running back last year, almost running for two thousand yards. Hey, for the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, Coach Belichick has been with the Patriots since two thousand. Coach Belichick is the He's, he has been in the league longer than any coach at his team. Uh, he's He has a record of 151 and 57. Coach has three Super Bowls, five AFC championships. Hey, coach, you've done your thing. You know, you've been to the playoffs 11 times since you've been um, in New England. Um you know only thing that we have to say about coach Belichick that might not be in his favor is that he got caught up in the Spygate and some would say including myself that coach Belichick has not been back to the Super Bowl since the Spygate situation and for those of you all that don't know what Spygate was uh... coach Belichick was caught filming other teams as they came to his stadium to do their walkthroughs. His film crew were filming the other team's walkthrough, and Coach had the nerve to say that this did not give his team an advantage. That's a bunch of crap, Coach. It did give your team an advantage. And you have not been blessed with the Super Bowl since the Spygate situation. And Coach, a lot of people thought you would have had at least three more Super Bowls since the Spygate situation. Hey, the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton. Sean Payton had a little controversy in his life as well. Sean Payton was suspended the entire season last year for the bounty gate, where actually Coach was con- coach was condemned for what some say he put bounties or his team had bounties on the heads of other team players. Like they would put a $5,000, $5,000 bounty for whoever hurt A player on the opposing team or a $10,000 bounty. If you can get, if you can knock a quarterback out of the game, coach Payton was suspended the entire season for that from the New Orleans Saints. So one thing we can't say about coach, coach, you got a super bowl under your belt and you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And a lot of people are looking for you guys to go right back to your winning ways. Um, before you left the team for the suspension coach. And Coach Payton, I'm one of those guys. I want to see what you got. I want to see if you still got the fire burning inside or if you still got the passion that you had before you left. Hey, the New York Giants. The New York football Giants and Coach Tom Coughlin. Coach Coughlin has been with the Giants since 2004 and on many occasions on a few years between his two Super Bowls, with the New York Giants, the people of New York City, the state of New York, and a lot of people here in Florida from New York, wanted Coach Tom Coughlin, gone. Get gone. Get out of here. There was even a time when Tom Coughlin players were wanting him gone. Said Coach was too hard on them. Said he practiced too hard. So he practiced like he was in the 80s, not a coach of the 90s or the 2000s. Well, coach, you did your thing. You persevered. You came through all of that stuff. And you have a winning record, 83 wins, 61 losses, two Super Bowls, two NFC championships, five playoff bursts. Hey, Coach, my hat goes off to you. I really admire you. I admired you when you were here in Jacksonville. One of the worst mistakes the city of Jacksonville and the Jacksonville Jaguars could have ever did was to get rid of you. And we miss you here in Jacksonville, Coach, and keep doing what you're doing in New York. The New York Jets and Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan got the job in 2009. His record is 34 and 30. Rex, you're barely over the two, barely over the 500 average. You've only been to the playoff twice. Coach, you, you brought in Tim Tebow last year and it backfired on you. Mark Sanchez is probably one, is a laughing stock of the NFL. As far as quarterbacks are concerned, we saw the funniest thing ever last year when we saw the butt fumble by a quarterback running into one of his players. And fumbling the ball, I hit the guy's butt. Coach, Sanchez is, um is really, really on the hot seat. And when you look at him, in the words of uh, fans around the NFL, they don't have a lot of confidence in him. And you New York Jets fans don't have a lot of confidence in him. NFL fans don't have a lot of confidence in him. And we see why you went out and got Geno Smith to back, to, to come in and challenge Mark Sanchez for this job. Hey, I hope Geno Smith can come in there and if nothing else give Mark, uh, put, put a spark on the Mark, uh, Mark Sanchez and, and hopefully he can become a better player by a young man pushing him. The Oakland Raiders, Dennis Allen coach got the job last year he didn't do well at all. I mean coach got the job last year and produced a record of 4 wins and 12 losses. Coach, Coach Allen, if you don't get it together um, you know, last year, uh, the Raiders brought in a, a, a new GM. Um, I just can't see them keeping coach Allen who has not, who doesn't have a lot of coaching experience under his belt, um, in this job, if he does not produce something that resembles at least say, at least a seven and nine season this year, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles went out last year and, um, they got Tip Kelly. Chip Kelly comes to the NFL being basically banned from coaching in college football for two years. Now, and there's a little character question already with Coach Kelly, because here's a man that can't coach in college, but he can coach in the NFL. Ah, That's kind of shaky when his last job was a college coaching job. Um, coach, I wish you luck. Um, Michael Vick is on his You know he doesn't. He's not the Michael Vick of seven years ago. He doesn't have the wheels that he had five years ago. And when we think about Michael Vick, speed is a big part of who he is because he has been so fast and so elusive for such a long time. We we've expected that from him. And last year we saw him take a lot of injuries. Uh, and that's because he's just not as elusive as he used to be. He's not as fast as he used to be. He doesn't get around as as quick as he used to be. And and there is a little quarterback controversy in in, in Philadelphia. But coach, we are gonna see what you bring to the table, man. And if you can't make it this year, trust me, college football say you can't come back to them next year. Wait and see what you're gonna do, coach. Hey, Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know. Mike Tomlin has a Super Bowl under his belt. But he got that Super Bowl the first year after Bill Bill Coward left. And Bill Coward is one of the most wanted coaches that is not a coach in the NFL. It's it's not an NFL team that hired a coach this year in 2013 that wouldn't have hired Coach Bill Coward before they hired their coach that they hired this year. He is a wanted man in the NFL. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if Bill Coward is back in Pittsburgh if Coach Tomlin can't get his winning ways on track in a hurry. And, 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 and I mean, you know, I say that when I look at his record at 63 wins and 33 losses. Well, he's been to the playoffs four times since 2007. People in Pittsburgh are not really thrilled with that. That's that's not enough to call mom and start telling how happy you are. Yeah, but the San Diego Chargers. Mike McCoy, this is their first year. You take it over for North North Turner. A lot of people thought North Turner Turner should have been gone four years ago. You know, and 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 a lot of people a lot a lot of people think that North Turner was was a was not a really good choice for that job. Now, North Carolina has been a really good office coordinator around the NFL, but some people thought he was not a good coach. And Mike McCoy, we're going to see what you bring to the table. The San Francisco 49ers, Jim Harbaugh. Coach Harbaugh has only been in the league for two years. But in the two years he's been there, he's, got, he's, he's, he's given us a record of 24-7-1. and one. Um. Took his team to the Super Bowl last year. Didn't win. But, Coach, that was only his second year in the league. And, hey, if you can go there and after two seasons, a lot of people think you're Super Bowl bound. It's just a matter of time. The Seattle Seahawks bring in Coach Pete Carroll. Coach Carroll, hey, he, he left USC under, under a cloud of controversy. Um, him and Reggie Bush and that group had a I, I'm not gonna call it, call it a free fall they had at USC, but um, Coach left USC under some scandals. Came to Seattle, has has really produced a, a, a winning program there. You know, um, he has a record of 25 and 23. Uh, uh, has an NFC West championship. He's been to the playoffs twice. Um, Coach got a fresh young quarterback. Um, a lot of people expecting some big things. Like the St. Louis Rams, Jeff Fisher. Coach Fisher at one point was a Tennessee Titans uh, coach, uh, took the Tennessee Titans to the Super Bowl with Steve Air McNair. God bless his soul. But um, Coach Fisher, um, some consider him one of the fresh minds of the NFL, one of the brighter minds of the NFL. And let's hope that he can get it together in St. Louis. Uh, Sam Bradford is there and he, he's young, but he's fragile. He's been injured almost every season he's been in St. Louis. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Greg Ciano. Coach Ciano's only been in Tampa for one year. Uh, he took over for Raheem Morris, who was also a very young coach. Uh, Coach Ciano, you know, um, He he took it on the chin a little bit last year. Um, (laughs) Coach had a a situation where the clock was running out a couple times, and he encouraged his guys to play hard. And some people in the NFL find that to be offensive and disrespectful. Hey, Coach, we're wishing you well. We want to see you do well. The Tennessee Titans, Coach Mike Munchie. Hey, 15-17 record. Coach? You still young? You only been in the league a couple of years? Let's see what you gonna do. The Washington Redskins and our final team in the NFL. The Washington Redskins and Coach Mike Shanahan. Hey coach, you have Robert Griffin III. Robert Griffin III is a fresh young quarterback. You know, he was a rookie last year. Had an awesome season. I think you may have pushed him a little too hard. I'm not so sure. Um but coach, your record is not that desirable. With a record of twenty one wins and twenty seven losses. You've been there since two thousand and ten. Some people are some people are watching and maybe saying, Hey coach, it's time to put up a shut up. You know, you're not a very young guy anymore and it's so and it's time for you to hey get your act together, coach. So hey, but when we look at the NFL, that's all of our NFL teams, that's all of our NFL coaches. and uh, I, hope, I hope we uh, enlighten, enlighten some of our audience tonight about what's going on with some of these coaches in the NFL. But hey, when we look at the training camps around the NFL right now, man, we've seen some notable names go down with some serious injuries. Some of these injuries may even be career-ending injuries. But we know that some of these guys may not be able to touch the field this year. Jeremy Macklin of the Philadelphia Eagles went down with a torn ACL. And this is in his contract yet. At the end of this year, Macklin was going to be signing a new contract and possibly a big contract, and he's going to miss out on that opportunity. Dan Coppin from the Denver Broncos, the center. Peyton Manning's center. Man, we all know how much Peyton Manning likes to bark things out at the line of scrimmage and we know what a relationship he's always had with his centers, including just Saturday when he was with um, the Indianapolis coach. This is a big loss for the Denver Broncos. And Copeland is out with an ACL injury as well. Hey, he's out for the entire season. This is gonna be big for the for the Broncos and uh let's hope they can find a replacement and someone else is gonna next man up is going to step up and um and do the darn thing. Hey, there's Pitta of the Baltimore Ravens. Pitta, the tight end for the Ravens, had had a, had hip surgery, and looks like he's going to be out for the entire season. You know, this, this is this is not a this this is not a um this this is not an easy loss for the Raven because this is Flacco's favorite receiver. You know, we, uh, we might we might look at Antoine Bolden as one of Flacco's favorite receivers last year, but this tight end is always a relief for a quarterback. When everything is clear, You start when everything is covered, you always want to look for that release as your tight end. He's usually a third option and usually the one that's open. So, um, hey, Flacco's going to miss Dennis Pitter, and the Ravens are definitely going to miss uh, Dennis Pitter. But this one here really is is probably the, the one of the most important losses, and, and we're not sure whether Percy Harvin is going to be out for the entire season. But the word is is that Percy Harvin is dealing with a hip injury, and he's signed a big time contract with the Seattle Seahawks, coming from the Minnesota Vikings. And hey, you just it's it's hard to say. You know what's going to happen? What's going to happen with Percy Harper You know, he got the money. Um, he got out of got out of um, Minnesota. Um, he's, 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 he's in a program that he, he looked like he was really happy. So he, you know, he said he was so happy to be there. And now we hear this about him that he has a hip injury that may have to be surgically repaired. And if he has a if he has surgery on his hip, we can almost count him out for um probably the entire season. You know, Robert Griffin III came out and said, "Hey, um, I think I'm gonna wear this knee brace for the rest of the season. I think that's a good idea, Robert, because um you know even though you may be healing properly, you're gonna take some licks, man, from these guys in the n f l that are that may put your knee." In the same position that we saw you in in the last game of the season last year. And we don't ever, never, ever, ever want to see your knee in that position again as long as we watch you play in the NFL. And let's hope that this is just, this is just something that you're going to have to wear maybe for this year, maybe a little bit next year. And, uh, get this behind you, man. Hey, but Donovan McNabb came out this week and said, Hey, I'm going to retire as a Philadelphia Eagle. On Monday, Donovan McNabb will retire as a Philadelphia Eagle. Congratulations, Donovan McNabb. You know, I'm really happy that you um, that you really came to your senses and, and, and kind of uh, made amends with the Philadelphia Eagles. You were a little, little disgruntled when they traded you, uh, when you went on and played for the Washington Redskins. So hey, I hope, I'm glad you put this behind you. I'm glad you're going in into your retirement and hopefully someday into the Hall of Fame as a Philadelphia Eagle. Hey, Tim Tebow, um, had nothing but good things to say about his former teammate, Aaron Hernandez. Uh, he said he's very saddened by the situation. Um, you know, and today again, Today again, they were searching a lake near Aaron Hernandez's house for what they didn't say. So we don't we're really still up in the air about what's happening with this Aaron Hernandez thing. Um you know, I, I really I really feel bad about about the whole situation with Aaron Hernandez. But what I can say, uh the person that's gonna suffer the most From Aaron Hernandez lost in the NFL is Tom Brady. You know uh, whether we whether we believe it or not, Aaron Hernandez to me was 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 a valuable valuable part of the offense for the New England Patriots. You know this is a guy that they even lined up at slot receiver. They put him in the backfield. They lined him up out wide at wide receiver from time to time when they were down on the goal line. This is, a, this is a valuable part of, um, of, of of the New England Patriots offense, and Tom Brady will definitely miss him in a big, big way. Yep. Hey, but let's talk a little bit about college football, man. You know, um, Johnny Football, Johnny Menzel, you know, you almost get a little bit tired of hearing this guy's name called sometimes. But – this week he's in a little bit of a situation again. Um, he went to a frat party, not at Texas AM, but He went to a frat party at the University of Texas, Texas A&M Robbie. Now come on, man. I you know and I, I, I look at this in two different ways. You know, Johnny Manziel he goes to a frat party. Hey, what's the big deal? A frat party at the University of Texas. That's a big deal. Now, if he went to a frat party with maybe a couple of his homeboys that go to the University of Texas that he went to football camp with since he was in the 8th grade, and he knows these guys, and they've been hanging out since they've been in the 8th grade, they've known each other, and they just happen to say, hey, he he just happened to be on the campus, and they say, hey, man, it's a frat party over here. Let's go over to the frat party. Well, I kind of don't think that was the case. I think this was the case more or less where he thought, because I'm Johnny Manziel, I can go and participate at this frat party. Pretty much, I can go to the University of Texas because I'm Johnny Manziel, Heisman Trophy winner. I have a Heisman Trophy in my possession. I can pretty much do what I want to do. I just don't see that as, as a good thing. And I don't see that as a respectful thing. And look like some people showed him a little bit of disrespect themselves uh, when they walked, when they showed a video of Johnny Manziel leaving, being escorted out of the party, the frat party at the University of Texas. Looked like somebody threw a beer at him, and looked like he had already been hit by a beer, by the looks of his shirt. So Johnny Manziel, Johnny football man, come on, get some of this silliness behind you, man. You got to make better decisions, man. You can't you can't be flaunting your Heisman trophy in the faces of of your opposing teammate of your of, a, of opposing teams, and and you can't be flaunting your 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 Heisman your, your Heismanness around like like are king Johnny. No, come on, man. You you know. And now we realize that why 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 the Heisman Committee very rarely gives this trophy to a freshman. Maybe maybe this is too much hype for one person to get at one time at such a young age. And you constantly hear him say, "Hey, I'm I'm, a, I'm just a 20 year old college student." Yeah, Johnny, you are 20 years old, but you have won the pinnacle of trophies in football. And that is the Heisman Trophy. And once you win the Heisman Trophy, you are set aside as one of the elite. And that is not just an elite athlete; that is an elite spokesman for athleticism. So, Johnny, we're we're, we're counting on you, man, to uh, to get yourself together, you know, and, and and stop making these stop making these these silly silly decisions that's going to cost someone eventually and maybe the next time the beer might not hit your shirt it might be that bottle that hit your head Johnny so hey get yourself together man and um and let's 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 stop some of this silliness. Hey you know when we look at when we look at the um the NFL roster the NFL roster has fifty three players on it. And I think they have 12 guys on the practice squad. Think about a college program. Let's use let's use the best college program in the land, the University of Alabama. The University of Alabama has 105 men on their roster. They may not only they may only have about 95 of them on scholarship, but they actually can have. A hundred and five guys. That's more than twice, that's almost twice as many as an NFL roster is going to have. If you can have a hundred and five guys and you're the University of Alabama, you're going to get the best players in the nation because of your winning ways, because of the conference that you play in, and because Coach Saban has won three national championship since he's been at University of Alabama. It, 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 it's, 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 almost, it's, it's almost unfair that this, this guy, it's not that they, they limit his scholarships to 60 or they limit the Division one scholarships to 60 or 70 or 80. And maybe if they go to paying guys, they may have to limit the scholarship. Because you look at it, I think a college team could work with 70 or 80 guys on the team. And then that would that would knock out uh, twenty-five guys that they didn't have to give scholarships to. And those twenty-five guys that they didn't have to give scholarships to, they could break that twenty-five guys' money up and pay the eighty-five guy. So hey, that's just that's just um, that's a little um just, just a little word, word to the wise. But hey guys, we're gonna be right back with more Sports Info UM and we're gonna talk about some of these PEDs in baseball and in other sports. We'll be right back with more Sports Info UM.
2: internet flagship station for sports voice
0: america sports
2: football and so much more is the focus of planet gridiron with damian anderson join the former arizona cardinals running back for a show that mixes well a little bit of everything damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and, of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. And the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports.
0: Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info UN. You know, it's been a lot in the news lately about Major League Baseball and the biogenesis and the biogenesis investigation, but... You know, I started thinking, Ryan Brown and Tyson Gay, two of the biggest names in their sport. Tyson Gay, American track athlete, 200-meter runner, has always denied using uh, PEDs and almost came down slugging people that use PEDs. And he's always said how dirty his sport was and how how clean he was. But Tyson Gay last week got caught up in the same thing that Ryan Braun did. But Tyson Gay ended up with a two-year suspension because track and field don't play that mess. Homie don't play that mess. When they come down, they come down hard. You know, so Tyson Gay is a man that is not going to be able to make a living from his sport for two years. And trust me, two years out of, out of the league, two years out of track and field, it's, it's almost like a death sentence. It's, it's an eternity. He probably will never come back and be, he'll never come back and be the Tyson Gay of old, but if he's coming back and not using the PEDs, he won't be the Tyson Gay of old anyway. But let's get to this Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun, he has almost everybody mad at him. So you got to wonder, how is it he's going to come back and be the Brian Brownable? Because people are going to be looking at him saying, man, you cheated. You got a big-time contract because you cheated. Uh, You won the Major League Baseball MVP because you cheated. You are a disgrace to our game. So how how are his teammates going to look at him, and how is the league going to look at him? Are we gonna see pitches flying at Ryan Braun? Are we gonna see people giving him a cold shoulder when he comes back? And hey, it's it's about time that um it's about time that Ryan Braun no, it's about time that baseball starts stepping up and giving out some of these penalties like track and field. Give out two years, give out three years, give out a lifetime ban and 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 I'm, and we and when we start talking about these bands, hey man, hey, woo! Alex Rodriguez turned 38 years old on Saturday. He had a birthday, but I don't think it was a very, very happy birthday because when you start talking about a little longer band, I think Major League Baseball is actually trying to give Alex Rodriguez the old boot. The old one 2 I think they want him gone for good. I think they want to do a Pete Rose on Alex Rodriguez. Now if they could do a Pete Rose on Alex Rodriguez, I think that'd just be wild. I think they would really be sending a message because no one wants to be put in that same category as Pete Rose. I mean, here's a guy that, that can't even go in a locker room. You know, here's a guy, Charlie Hustle, probably one of the greatest players of his era, can't even go in a major league locker room. He he, 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 can't, he can't go on the dugout. He can't go on the field. Charlie Hustle, wow. This man can't go on the field. And here, here's a guy that at one point was, no one played harder than Pete Rose. And I don't think Pete Rose ever took a steroid and he got a lifetime ban. And here's a guy like Alex Rodriguez, who is messing with the history books of Major League Baseball, and they haven't given him a real suspension yet. So I think it's about time for Major League Baseball to come up, give 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 him what he, give him what he deserves. And, and if it's a lifetime ban, hey, let it be a lifetime ban. He, he, he's no he's no better than uh, than Pete Rowe, And what he did is is. Is, is just as detrimental to the game. He changed the history books. And, and, and you know, but we look at some players like Bobby Bob, Barry Barnes, and we say, well, hey, Barry Barnes, Barry Barnes had 500 home runs before he ever took a steroid. And if a guy had 500 home runs before he ever took a steroid, should he be banned from baseball? I'm not so sure. Someone said the same thing about Alex Rodriguez. But when did they start taking the steroids? When did they start taking the steroids? That's another question for another day. But Major League Baseball has to get together. Guys, Derek Jeter, one of my favorite players in Major League Baseball, came back over the weekend. Derek Jeter came back yesterday. And the first pitch, home run by Derek Jeter. Man, let me tell you, I question things like this because I saw the pitch that Derek Jeter hit and it really looked like a soft toss. I mean, it looked like a batting practice pitch. It was high and outside where all baseball players love to have their favorite pitch. High and outside with not a lot of speed on it. Now, you would expect a major league pitcher to at least bring a little heat, a little heat, at least 78 miles per hour. I mean, that pitch that Gary Cheetah hit out the park yesterday, man, looked like it had maybe, maybe going about maybe 62 miles per hour when it crossed the plate. Just didn't look too good. And um, I'm not saying I'm not saying Derek Cheetah is, is wrong for hitting the whole run. I'm saying maybe he got one of those old Andre, I, I'll never forget when I was a kid, uh, one of my homeboys told the pitcher on the other team, said, Hey, you let me hit one out, and I'll let you hit one out. Well, I don't think Dijita was pitching, but I think he got one where someone let him hit one out yesterday. And um, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not so sure. Hey, guys, we got a week left. NFL Hall of Fame game is coming up. Miami Dolphins will be playing the Dallas Cowboys. Coach Garrett, better get yourself together. You better even win the Hall of Fame game, Coach, because uh, Jerry Jones, he ain't with it. He's ready for you to get. He's ready for you to. Um, he's ready for you to be gone, Coach. I really think Jerry Jones is ready for you to go. Hey guys, it's been my pleasure. Sam ain't with me this week. Wasn't here with me, but we did it ourselves, and it's been a great, great show. I had a good time. Always our pleasure. We'll see you next week here on the Sports Info UM Show. Peace, everyone.
0: Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.